Okay. You asked for this team, the random team. Yes. We will give you the 65 Twins. And do you know why, Pat, that I asked about the 65 Twins specifically? There is. Well, a, yes. They went to the World Series. Sure, that's, that's part of it. I got something to do with it. <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah, I walked into that one. Uh, it was a topic of conversation on Score North the other day that the what, 2006 Twins. Now, we did a Minnesota Sports Rewind episode on this. So, for curious listeners, you can go check it out or search the Twin Show 2006 Twins. We talked about the 2006 Twins, and I had some colleagues, Pat, who said that was the best Twins team to never win a World Series. And I just had to submit to the conversation, at least we must talk about the 65 (laughs) team. And I started reading a book by Jane Levy on the great Sandy Koufax. So I'm curious to get to that part of the the text as well and hear your thoughts on it. Well, uh, the 1965, now the Twins came in 61, and uh, we could have been more excited than the fact they went, what, 70 and 91, we didn't care. Uh, we were we were fine. And then the next two years, 62 and 63, they were, the Yankees were winning, but they were, they finished second both years or second and third. Uh, but they had a... The, the, the surprise contenders in 62 were the Twins and the Angels. Uh, the uh, second-year California Angels, I believe that was 62. And 63, the Twins finished, one of those years they finished within five of the Yankees, I believe, and then the other one it was eight or nine. But you never had the impression they were going to win the American League because it was a 10-team league then. But uh, we were very proud of the boys. Then they had the fallback in 64. They did not have as good a year. And uh, so 65, uh, they started that year. And the Yankees had gone to five straight World Series. So we were not, you know, it was still over. They still got Mantle. They still got, you know, the wonderful old Yankees. And they got old then. The Yankees were getting old, but we didn't know that at the time. And in 65, the Twins are hitting home runs. And, I mean, actually the Twins, in 65, we were paying tribute for them for manufacturing runs. They were stealing bases. They were they were moving more. They weren't just standing around waiting for those three-run homers like dumb teams did, right, back then. And, uh, and then came the uh, you know, middle of July. The All-Star game was coming here for the first time. And on Sunday... Uh, Harmon hit his famous home run off uh, Pete Mickelson and a reliever, uh, two out, uh, three run homer, uh, two out, no, it's two out, two run homer, three, two pitch, bottom of the ninth against the Yankees. And by winning two out of three against the Yankees, they went 14 ahead of the Yankees and eight ahead in the American League. Two days later, we had the All-Star game. And basically the rest of the uh, summer was a, was a celebration. They did have one little bad spell. But, uh, you know, and of course the winner went to the World Series then. And, uh, you know, that, that was a hell of a team. Uh, one thing people forget about that team is a, uh, I think that was the year that Mitcher, that they platooned at first and third with Harmon playing both positions. So if they, if a lefty was pitching, Rich Rollins played third. If a righty was pitching, uh, Don Mitchell played first. So Harmon moved around. He got he got hurt that year, but when he came back. And then uh, they beat uh, Drysdale the first game, 
because Drysdale, because of Jan Kippur, Koufax didn't pitch game one. Yeah, wow. Uh, Drysdale pitched game one, and they beat him. Beat him bloody. Frank Quillis, he had two hits in an inning. And then uh, they beat Koufax the next day, and I remember reading a lead from some guy from New York saying, because the Tribune was doing like they'd go around and get leads out of the press box and then run the out-of-town writers. What were they saying about us? This was a big deal. In sure, yeah, of course. And I remember one of the leads, one of the leads, and I can't remember who it was, what matter of men are these Minnesotans? <laughs> <You know? laughs> we, we, we couldn't believe they beat them out. Of course, then, like twins teams do in the World Series, went out and played. They played played on the concrete in uh, L.A. The Dodgers, you know, were a, just a speed team with great pitching, and uh, they they had an infield that was hard as a rock, and they bounced balls over our heads and through our legs, and uh, lost three straight, and came home. And uh, Game Six, I was in left field bleachers, and uh, Budcat pitching i think bud cat was pitching on two days rest and uh and who was claude austin who had beaten the twins was pitching that game and bud cat hit a home run the twins won the game it was a beautiful fall day it was gorgeous out there the home run ball landed about five rows from us my brother and i had four tickets and we got 14 prior like guys in into the game <laughs> by hooker, hooker crook or <laughs> stealing and going out to the parking lot and coming back. They were so dumb. You'd take, you know, you'd say, hey, I got to go out to the parking lot and make it. Then you'd come back with four tickets. That you, <laughs> you know, you'd bring three more guys back in. But uh, And then, uh, unfortunately, Koufax pitching with two days rest. Jim Cott also was pitching two days rest for the Twins. And uh, Cott, uh, it was it was Cott. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, they got beat two to nothing. Cott was pretty good. Uh, Lou Johnson hit a two-run home run for the only two runs in the game, and it went off the left field foul pole. And uh, and then Koufax was just unbelievable. And uh, they they got beat two to nothing. They had one chance uh, to rally, and uh, Junior Gilliam was playing third base and made a great play on. Boy, I should know this. I think on Zoilo was going to be a, a ball down in the corner, and it was going to be a double that scored at least run, one run and put another couple runs in scoring position. And Junior Gilliam made this great play going to third and uh, threw him out, and they didn't really get another sniff off Sandy that day. But uh, that was the time of our lives, man. We had the National League here with the greatest team ever in the All-Star game. Uh, two days after Harmon hit that home run, then Harmon hit the home run and hit a home run in the All-Star game. Tony hit a double, a big double in that game. And, uh, we had a, we had a great old time. The American League was overmatched, but they only lost six to five. And, uh, it was two, it was just a fantastic summer and, uh, really, uh, really, uh, probably the, you know, I was still a hardcore fan then, and uh, it was the summer of my life, man, watching that team. Twins won 102 games that summer, not counting the World Series. That was seven up in the AL over the White Sox. And you mentioned the Yankees. Boy, they really fell off that year. Uh, they won oh, the se- second half of the season. The second they went in the tank. How, what was their record? Finished sixth in the American League at 77 and 85. 
25 games back of the Twins. And uh, they uh, that, of course, became known uh, for the They didn't go back to the World Series till 76, I mm. believe. And uh, that became known as the Horace Clark era with the New York fans. Because <laughs> Horace Clark was a fine second baseman. But the fact that he was their best player about three times until Mercer came, the, the, the Yankee fans, some writer called it the Horace Clark era. Because <laughs> the Yankees, since Babe Ruth, had never experienced a decade like they did from uh, 65 to uh, 74 or so. And actually, the best thing that ever happened to the Yankees, George bought them from CBS. Hmm. CBS owned CBS had purchased them for wanted to get a hold of the TV uh, market and uh, and uh, that CB, CBS was a horrible owners. They had a guy named Mike Burke who owned uh, who was the president and he was he was an idiot. And uh, George came in and as goofy as he was, he uh, rebuilt them back up again. Of course, the fact that free agency arrived two years later had a lot to do with it. Yeah, that'll help. Well, Pat, I know you got a lot of respect for the 2006 Twins and the, that charge they went on in late summer. Is the 1965 Twins team the best to not win a World Series? Without a doubt, although if uh, Francisco Liriano had not gotten hurt, that uh, 2016 would have uh, would have been a handful uh, yeah. when they got to the postseason. That's for sure. They sure would. Because with that, when Johan loses Game One, you say that's okay. <laughs> Francisco is going to win Game Two, and then Johan's going to win Game Four, and then Francisco is going to win Game Five, and we'll be just fine. Right? But, uh, didn't work. Didn't work out that way. That's not how she played out. Well, Pat, that was a ton of fun hearing about the 65 Twins. We'll have to pick another fun, random Twins team from the past to hear Roycey talk about it next week. Give me a baseball reference and uh, with the schedule and results, and uh, and about uh, three days I could write 250 pages. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I we could, could probably could do an audio book. I could write 80 pages on the All-Star Game and uh, 25 more on Game 6, so... It would be uh, it would be uh, fun, and then you know that when they came back here in '65, the Twins uh, got uh, the Twins. Basically, Billy Martin was a coach then, had put about ten tons of dirt, loose dirt, around first base, and they made them remove. They made them come out and shovel off this dirt because we were going to turn it into a sod farm <laughs> after them, after the Yankees played in the concrete. After playing out in L.A. and the Dodgers, yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, sand and gravel and everything—they put everything in their dirt. And the, the umpire can't remember was he caught it and made him take several shovelfuls out. The game within the game, Pat. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's great, Pat. We'll do it again next week. Good talking to you. All right, sir. Thank you. He's Patrick Roycey. I'm Derek Wetmore on the Score North Twin Show. Roycey on baseball. If you missed anything, catch the podcast. Search Score North Twin Show anywhere you find your shows. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you much. Don't forget, this show is also on the radio. Monday nights at 6 on Score North, AM 1500 or live.scorenorth.com. In this unprecedented time with no live sports. NHL regular season suspended. NBA.
NBA season suspended. MLB spring training is over. Major League Soccer season suspended. March Madness canceled. Don't be so down. We're still here to keep you informed and entertained. Unrivaled coverage of your favorite Minnesota teams. Even when they're not playing, you're listening to Score North and the Score North app.